Let's start it off right with R&B. Let's start it off right with our podcast, baby. Let's start it off right with one more guest. Let's start it off right and be better than the rest. Mm. Mm. All right, man. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> what are we on? Episode 47? 47. Welcome. Oh, man. R&B Podcast, episode mm. 47 with Russ, with Blake. That's me. That's him. Mm-hmm. Thank God for the opportunity to have this conversation today. We got a good one for y'all. A brother of mine, y'all might have remembered Jason Strahan been on here through the same church, same network, same connection, same walk of faith. We got Mr. Patrick Raby joining us today. What's the business, guys? How y'all doing? Doing well, fella. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. Yes, sir. Uh, Fitness mogul, I'm going to put that label on you. This guy is uh, Mr. Consistency. Mm. Anybody that's worked with me, I tell you, consistency is key Mm. in really anything, but especially when it comes to your health and your fitness. And uh, Patrick's also in the fitness community like myself, and I've just been watching him over the past few years. This is the first time we're getting together in person in a minute. Yeah, it's been, but it's been a long time. <laughs> it's been a while, Just watching man. how you operate and communicate and uh, motivate. Yeah. So we'll talk about that today, because it's not easy to do, especially, like I said, consistently Yeah. over time. So, Facts. you know, we both went to NAU. Yep. We had ties before then, um, and you ended up studying what up at NAU? So fitness and wellness is what I studied. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, you know, wasn't the plan when I got there it was exercise science. I mean, it's in the same, you know, bar park, but mm-hmm. um, when those, when like the viewpoint of becoming a physical therapist was like, you know... And after that, I was like, all right, I need something in the same realm, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So fitness and wellness is kind of where I ended up. And it was, you know, one of the best decisions up until this point that I had made, um, you know, considering what I'm doing now, doing mm-hmm. something that I love to do. So, yeah, but fitness and wellness was the degree. What is one of the main differences between fitness and wellness and exercise science? So for me, um, I, I only say that because the the answer might change based on who you ask, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, the biggest thing is, you know, fitness and wellness, you kind of get straight into like anatomy and physiology and stuff like that mm-hmm. versus exercise science. You spend a little bit more time, you know, uh, chemistry. Um, you do a lot of other things. The road is a little bit different getting into kinesiology and things like that. Um, now granted being in exercise science, wanting to get into the realm of like physical therapy and stuff like that, you do have to know just a, a little bit, um, I don't know if more is the word, but different. You have to know different things. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why the route is different. So they definitely overlap. Yeah, they, 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 yeah. they definitely overlap a little bit. So me being me in school, I was like, man, when do I get to the fun stuff? Like when do I start mm-hmm. learning about the human body and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, you know what? I'm going to go in here. I'm going to try this fitness and wellness degree, you know, after my freshman year and then sophomore year hit, we was right into anatomy, physiology, you know, mm-hmm. getting straight into it, kinesiology. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also too getting towards the end, you know, junior senior year um there's not a whole bunch of um traditional tests taken um our our test was taken you know people in our class or random people around campus and it's like all right take these people through a workout and we're going to grade you on um you know how you present yourself uh how you queue up different exercises and pretty much everything that i do now as um a profession i got practice on that very very early on so you know by the time i was able to get 
certifications and actually start working and getting paid to doing, you know, or to do stuff that I uh, love to do, you know, it was just like, all right, it was mm. easy work. Honestly, like as soon as I got involved doing stuff professionally, because and, already, and you keep saying doing the stuff you love to do. What is it that you love to do then? What is that? What is it that I love to do? Yeah, man. Honestly, man, it's I trying to find it because I don't like like I don't take this type of stuff lightly, but it's serving people, and it just so happened to be through health and fitness, mm-hmm. right? Helping people out. And there was a lot of people along my journey that had helped me out through sports and athletics, yeah. mm-hmm. um, especially me being a smaller guy, you know, being behind the eight ball and having to, you know, really show your, your worth, so to speak, mm-hmm. and show that you can play or that you can run or that you can do whatever, uh, whatever it is that you're going after. Um, the coaches that were along the way really helped me out as far as like, Staying focused, staying motivated, mm-hmm. um, even though there's some people who may not believe in, you know, what you're about and what you do. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, you can still, there's still room for you to go ahead and show them otherwise, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And also prove yourself right because at the end of the day, you know, when this all started, this was a dream that you had. This is something that you wanted to do. So even though there's no ways, right, you can deflect that and you can still go ahead and do what you said you was going to do. So Definitely. that's part of the reason why, you know, after athletics and I was like, you know, what other route do I want to go mm-hmm. if it's not sports, right? If sports doesn't work out, what do I want to do? Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I want to be that person to help others get to the places that they want to go, yeah. just like those coaches did for me. You know, mm-hmm. So that's what it is, for did, sure. Did you always take school serious, like your studies even before college? Nah, man. Uh. Nah, man. That was, actually, <laughs> that was actually the biggest struggle, man, when I got into, um, let's see, probably about... Mm, it was like junior high coming into like high school. Um, it the, the struggle for me in school was like, you know, I always felt like, oh, these kids know more than me, right? Mm-hmm. So because of that, you know, I, I was already defeated. So I don't want to- The like, comparison trap. Yep. I was like, I don't want to, yeah, yeah. you know, I don't want to go in here and, and study. I want to mm-hmm. go in here and do, um, you know, the things that I need to do yeah. because these kids already know more, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and my parents would get on me all the time. They was like- like Pat, you're not dumb, bro. Like you, mm-hmm. like you, like just because you might have to, like you might have to go and get extra tutoring, yeah. or you might have to ask extra questions. You mm-hmm. might have to stay, you know, a couple minutes um, after class, before class, just to get the information that you need. Do that, like it's fine, like it's cool. You right. know what I mean? And then come to find out, like look in hindsight, most of those kids, you know, were in the same boat as I was. Right. Like they might have had a friend that knew mm-hmm. that they was able to copy off of, mm-hmm. or. um you know, some of them was actually going to tutoring behind closed doors, especially right. some of the athletes, right? Um, they just would never say anything about it. And it was like, you know, that that was the thing that I battled. And then once I got it, as far as getting the grades right, it was just like, okay, like, I can do this. And that kind of led into kind of how I live my life now. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you might have to do X, Y, and Z when this person over here didn't have to do the same thing. It's like you can still get to the destination that you're trying to go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's are you willing to do what's necessary in order for you to get the things done that you need to get done? And that's a decision that of course all of us can make. Um, and starting at that point in school, I was like, you know what? You know, you might stumble, you might fall, you get up, dust yourself off, you go after it again. Cause at the end of the day, only thing everybody's gonna look at is whether you got there or not. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So as long as you don't quit, don't give up and continue to do what you need to do 
you'll be fine. I think a valuable takeaway for that is just also to acknowledge sometimes when you have to work harder, it's actually going to benefit you. Right. Exactly. We, we see people that have this quote unquote easier route and we think that's what we want. Mm -hmm. And then when you get to the destination, they, they're not going to have all the tools that you have. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you're more equipped because you had to put in that effort. And then once you get to that pinnacle, it's a lot easier to maintain, too, because mm -hmm. you're used to working hard, right? Bingo. And there's I agree. Not, not so many surprises that are going to take you off the top, right? Oh, yeah. Most yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's, uh, it's one of those journeys that sometimes I find myself rushing and developing those those things in my mind and, and rushing that I want my, my work to come with the benefits, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes you just work, work, work hard and you don't see any of the benefits and that doesn't yeah. mean you stop working, right? For years, too. For years, yeah, for, for years. years. Yeah. And that's one thing that's so hard, especially in the fitness industry, getting mm -hmm. people in that mindset where like, the things we're doing right now, we're going to be doing this the rest of your life, yeah. okay? Mm -hmm. And we have these short-term goals, but the idea is that you are making lifestyle changes and these efforts are going to take a long time for yep. you to see the results yep. because the results that we're looking for are much, much more than dropping pounds off of the scale. Mm -hmm. And you talk about the importance of like your coaches and all of those people influencing you along the way. The, the guidance is important to have those reminders yeah. also, because mm -hmm. it's, it's very easy to get lost in the woodworks of that work that we're yeah. doing. And the destination seems so far away. And for me, I just tell people, Pull up that picture you took when we started. Exactly. Right. right? Yep. So remember, we've made progress. You might slow down, but that doesn't mean we're failing. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to also get people in the mindset of be willing to fail. Yeah. Because if you don't fail, you're probably not really trying hard enough. Yeah. Yeah, or you're that, staying in your comfort zone. Exactly. Right? That's like, and that's the biggest thing, especially when I start working with with uh, with anybody. That's one of the first things that we talk about is being committed to this process, regardless of what may happen along the way. Um, you know, this is, I'm like, this isn't no cookie cutter. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like, oh yeah, in six months it's gonna be a great journey. It's gonna trend up. There ain't gonna be no, you know, no dips, nothing like that. We're gonna be good. I had this goal of losing X amount of pounds. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get there. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, all right, what are you going to do, you know, when you have a rough month, right? You have times like this, like we're Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, right? This is where everybody right. starts Jam to packed. This is where everybody starts to fall off, right? Yeah. yeah. And this is where the whole, like, oh, yeah, this new year, new me, um, you know, feel how you want to feel about it. That's like, you know, I, I get it. But at the same time, it's like, you know, let's prepare you know for the road after or let's prepare to you know to go through but yeah like that whole being committed to the process regardless of what may happen along the way mm -hmm. um and it's almost like the way i explain to people is you're you're gonna fall like you're gonna fail you're gonna make mistakes and that's part of the plan that's part of the plan like yeah. that's supposed to happen there's no book there's no whatever that says you are not going to fail like mm -hmm. there's you might get some things on your first try but more times than not you, it's going to take you you know more than twice more than three times whatever the case may be and the the willpower to all right i know i got knocked down a hundred times but you know to get up again and to go after it again with the same intensity with the same strength with mm -hmm. the same you know mental fortitude you know what i mean yeah. that, that that takes a different type of person especially mm -hmm. now because there's a lot of people who quit because it doesn't happen 
the first time mm-hmm. or the second time or when they want it to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why you have a lot of people who are in this, you know, like we live in, a, in an age and a time now where everything's happening so fast and people can make yeah. it seem like, like, oh yeah, I did this in X amount of months. Or I did this in the X amount of whatever, right? But the truth of the matter is, you know, for one, all the the realness is going to come out at some point. So mm-hmm. if they if they're not telling the truth about it, it'll come out. It'll be exposed. Yeah, it'll yeah be exposed social media point. is dangerous, it's, man. It's dangerous, bro. Because yeah. I think about it from a business perspective, and some of these people are smart. Yeah. Because of course everybody wants to hear they're going to get their goal in thirty days. Yeah. And mm-hmm. It's going to be easy. Yeah. And so a lot of people will build their business models around that. Yep. And then people are in this program and they're not really so inclined to get out. They're like, okay, well, I'm here. And like, yeah, I didn't get there in 30 months but, or 30 days, but I'm going to continue in that way. But I, I try to be as upfront with people yeah. and straightforward as I can. Right. Uh, I think that's me as a nurse. Like the honesty just is aggressive for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I can look at people in the current state they're in. I'm like, oh yeah, you're going to, you're going to struggle <laughs> to start. Like, I'm not going to act like it's going to be easy. Right. Cause exactly. then you're going to show up for two weeks and be upset. Like, yeah. oh, you told me this. I was like, no, I, I told you it was going to be hard. Yeah. But at the same time, you're going to be so much better after we do all these things. Yeah. yeah. Do right. you guys ever recommend any books or videos or anything to your clients oh, that can kind of help get them videos. on? But any reading, like, do you ever recommend any reading to your clients? Man. I don't recommend reading to my clients. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a lot of clients that have reading required of them in their jobs already. I feel mm-hmm. um, I'll use like my my lawyer girls for example. They for their job being a lawyer is just reading all the time. Yep. But they also read for fun. They read fiction books. So I try to give them resources that fit better into their life. So mm-hmm. I give them video references, thinking that it's going to break up in kind of the monotony because they literally spend all day reading already. Right. Sure. Yeah. Um, I have a younger client that I gave him a book uh, for his birthday, actually. And he got through like half of it. And he said... He was benefiting while he was reading it, but then school came up, and he's like, "Oh, right, yeah. you. you know." So yeah. I I like that you asked that yes. though, because I think it can be a valuable tool that Most a lot definitely. of people overlook. Most sure. definitely. What about you? Yeah, that's like I wouldn't necessarily like we talk about um, certain books. Like it kind of comes up. So if I'm talking to a client or somebody, right, and if there's a conversation that we're having, and you know, you have like the light bulb goes off and you're like, oh yeah, I remember. And then, you know, something will come up and I'd be like, you know what? A quote, you know, I got that quote from from this book, mm-hmm. right? And then if they feel inclined to go ahead and read that book, yeah. go ahead and quote. Like another, like one book that I quote very often is um, actually by Tim Grover. Um, super like in the, in the training world, you know, it's trained some of the top tier, like high elite, athletes kobe mike Dwayne wade like mm-hmm. you know some of the greatest athletes that we've ever seen mm-hmm. um and it's about winning and pretty much talking about how like all right winning doesn't care if you're tired winning doesn't care about you know the silver spoon that you might have had or didn't have mm-hmm. um winning is you know not loyal right it's mm-hmm. not loyal because you can win one week and next week it can all be gone. Yeah. Right? You win one year, the next you know year it can all be gone. You mm-hmm. know? And he talked a lot about kind of like you know he talked about championship teams and you know things like that. They win one year, it might take them 
five, six, seven years to get back to that championship right. game or whatever the case might be. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that type of stuff will come up. Um, but it's really as far as like a like a bold like recommendation, unless yeah. I know that they really really like reading, right. yeah, then yeah, you know yeah. I'm like, hey, I, this I think that's cool. my thing. I yeah. get under the impression a lot of people just don't like reading, <laughs> yeah, man, <laughs> and I'm already like, trying to get you to do so many things. It's like if I come at you with a <laughs> book, you're gonna roll your eyes at <laughs> like, me, oh, right? On, and then uh, the other thing is like I, I try to take this comprehensive look at health. Like I want your mental health to be good. I want your physical health to be yeah, good. I want your right. emotional health. So. Sometimes that can be a little overwhelming for people yes. when they start realizing all of these areas that they lack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I, I try to be strategic of how I approach those things. And, you know, if I give somebody a 300 page book, one person might read it in a week, one person might take them six months. Right. Yeah. And so when there's like a timeline of things that I'm trying to accomplish, I try to simplify things as much as possible. Right. So like excerpts or clips from yeah. a video right because me personally i watch two three hour videos regularly yeah, and yeah. I, i'll send my clients some of those videos and they're like bro what are you what mm-hmm. i'm not gonna watch this yeah, yeah <laughs> and i'm yeah. like yo just put it at 2x speed and like i can't understand right so right. it just depends on the person I, I think that um you know i try to put my clients in the situation where they feel comfortable asking me for things too because i always have something ready to go right so it's like as soon as they are questioning something yeah i give, give them the resources and it's right. there um and again the process is so in-depth and it yeah. really is long especially for certain people like for instance if you come in and see me you've never worked out before you're on all these medications and you you're having problems with depression and you're eating and and all these other things in your life aren't really where you want them to be yeah it's like okay we gotta kind of pinpoint i don't want you to waste time reading this book yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Most definitely. there's some other definitely, changes yeah. you need to just go ahead and implement yeah. right Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but for you, is there any books off the top of your? Because you read a lot more books than me, also. So, is there any books off the top of your head that you feel like, as a personal trainer, would be beneficial for a client? Maybe. Mm. Well, other than David Goggins, obviously, yeah. <laughs> I know everybody who works out loves to get that inspiration from David Goggins. But uh, there's that there's that book that was written. I can't remember his name right now, but it was a sports psychologist. The book that I gave you called "Golf Is Not a Game of Perfect." Oh, that one. Oh, yeah, that, is, that, one. that was one of my favorite books. Yeah, actually. and he kind of just book. goes into like the mentality. He would coach up all these PGA Tour legends, yeah. and he goes into the mentality of how they approach the game mentally when they're golfing in front of you know thousands of spectators, yeah. and they got to hit a seven foot putt, yeah. and how that type of pressure isn't something that most people are used to. Yeah, you know, because it's something oh, very simple, but it's you got crazy. all these eyes on you yeah. so it makes you speed up <laughs> yeah. adrenaline all these different yeah. things yeah. for those of you watching on youtube i got the golf fit on right? yeah. i was golfing earlier today and it's just funny you bring that up mm-hmm. because i've gained so much respect for the game of golf just because you know love the gym throwing weight around feeling strong golf humbles me oh, to yeah. the max yeah. Oh, yeah. i gotta slow down and the technique and the precision and the consistency it's so so hard yeah and then not only hard to hit one good shot but to hit consecutive good shots for consecutive holes yeah. and then <laughs> the professionals different. do it for consecutive days that's right different, it's different <laughs> it's, different, it's man. different and i think that people that have never touched a golf club don't understand at all because oh. i used to not respect golfers at all me neither when i played football <laughs> i was like what what yeah, do you mean it's golf. a sport it's like, it's a sport man get my- <laughs> sorry tiger woods 
I will never disrespect what you do again. Never. Ever. Because one, I love golf. It's actually very fun to me. And in my adult years, in hindsight, I never would have thought that would come out of my mouth. Because right? <laughs> mm-hmm. it's so different. It's just so different. Yeah. Um, but I've also grown to have an appreciation for most things. Yeah. Right? And um, I, I think that that is one reason why I truly enjoy being physically active yeah mm-hmm. because there's so much variety yeah right? you can do a lot of things yeah. and i tell people there's no right or wrong way to be healthy like i was outside for several hours today some people don't think that that's enough exercise it's not intense enough yeah. right now do i think you should only golf every day no but today was really good for me yeah having that that time outside the sun exposure i got a lot of steps in and got some rotation and some core work and um it it really took some maturing for me to kind of change the intensity and the the style of my exercise yes yes i used to just lift heavy 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 yeah and heavy heavy and then i would Mm. lift heavy heavy yeah (laughs) my body hated that but it's interesting because like in that book that i was talking about golf is not a game of perfect Mm. they talk about how this pro was golfing with the university of texas golf team so it's college level golfers and this professional and at the end of their 18 holes the college kids were only like four or five strokes behind the pro yeah and they're saying they're like man how are you making all this money each year and when our you know scores aren't even that much different right and the pro is like well the difference is i do this for two three days straight and i can maintain the same level of concentration where you guys are going to fall off eventually after a certain amount of time Mm -hmm. exactly you know and i loved hearing that because it's like man that really is what separates people you know what i'm saying i I think about i'll play a i work at a school and i'll sometimes play madden with the kids and they'll get up early and you just see them getting all like exhilarated like oh i'm about to win and then in that fourth quarter i just come back every single time i'll be trying to tell them like bro like winning early means nothing Nothing. you know what it means nothing if you win early if you know how to compete you know it just whoever is at that last second is what matters exactly that's true that's Mm -hmm. facts man then like and and to y'all's point i think that's the biggest thing especially in like the the fitness realm now like and this is why I'm kind of torn because I love the type of, like, I guess you could say the type of light that fitness is getting now. Like, it's super popular, right? Mm-hmm. It's super popular, super lucrative if you do it. Well, I was going to say if you do it the right way, but there's some people out there who, eh, they're doing it you know, <laughs> yeah, the other way. And you be lucrative still, to do it the wrong yeah, way. Yeah, they're doing it yeah, the wrong yeah, way, yeah. you know what I mean? But the, the thing is, though, like I said, it's on one end, it's like, yeah, we're getting all this, you know, publicity, um, all these eyes, all the light, right? But it's like the the people who are kind of force feeding people like, Oh yeah, this is the way that you got to do it. And things like that. Um, you know, that's where it kind of, it kind of rubs me the wrong way. Um, only because if anybody's out there, if you've been training, been coaching for a while, this saying, this phrase is always going to be in fitness. There is no definitive answer, but it's always going to be, it depends. So Mm -hmm. what works for me, Versus what works for you and what works for you. We can, all three of us can do the same exact program. We can do the same exact thing, right? The results that I get or whatever I don't get, right? It's going to be different from you and different from you, right? Mm-hmm. But we do, we can do the exact same thing. We can eat the same way. But that's when you, that's when you really start getting to the science of like, all right, everybody's anatomy, physiology, um, mentally, where they're at, you know, behavioral type of things. Um, and there's a lot of kids now, especially, that's what they want. They want to live heavy. They want to do... Uh, you know what they see I don't know if y'all know who C-Bum is like, oh, yeah. Yeah, everybody, like everybody knows if you're in the fitness world you know about C-Bum yeah. right um, and they want to do the bodybuilding type of stuff which is yeah. cool which is fine uh, that's why my biggest thing is 
in the beginning when I talk to anybody, well, it's like, well, what do you want? Like, what do you want to accomplish? Right. Um, mm -hmm. well, I want to get big. Why? Seabone is big. I want to be big. I said, nah, man, you ain't going like, <laughs> like, to. I'm like, nah, man. I was like, the way he's built and the way he trains, whatever, he's diff that's different, right? Yeah. Not saying you can't have similar results, but at the same time, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that's, the, that's one of those things that kind of rubbed me the wrong way because it's like, like, yeah, you can lift all this weight, but what about like real life stuff? Mm -hmm. like, what does benching 405 have to do with, you know, you hanging out with your kids or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. Or what does you know, you posing in front of, a, like, you know what I mean? Like, what does that have to do with real life stuff? Right. You know what I mean? And, like, I get it. Like, I don't knock nobody's thing. Like, that's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. I'm like, that's cool. But, like I said, like we talked about earlier, uh, the real stuff is always going to come out. And there's nothing that anybody can do at that point. If you was really about it, mm -hmm. it's going to show. Yeah. If, if you're not about it, that's going to show too. For sure. Yeah. And, and a superficial motivation is most likely going to make you fall off quicker. Exactly. Oh, most right? definitely. Yeah, exactly. Most definitely. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Most definitely, bro. And there's a lot of people. Oh, man. There's a lot of people that, that, that fall off that, that train real fast. Well, yeah, um, you talk about like posing and stuff. I even know some dudes that have done bodybuilding competitions and they actually did well. But even them, they just fell off afterwards. Yeah. And then not only is that bad in terms of like your longevity and mm -hmm. your lifestyle, but it's also bad that you <laughs> put these things into your body and did this to your body to not even really have any purpose afterwards. Right. Mm. Back to your point. And yeah. so um, well, what was the purpose in the moment, though? The bodybuilding competition. Just, so, just to win the competition? Um, I know a lot of people that will do competitions for business purposes. Mm. So yeah. give them credibility in the fitness realm. Like, yeah, oh, right. look, he could get to this physique. You like, do, he can yeah, help you me do, do it, that. right? You do get that, yeah. Right, mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. um, that. Especially if you get the pro card like Jason, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, he's a pro bodybuilder, right? Mm -hmm. And so there, there's that. It's almost like getting another credential. Like yeah. My RNBSN, he's an IFBB pro. Just mm -hmm. more yeah. letters after your name right yeah. but um it can draw in a certain clientele for you yeah that makes sense and um yeah it just gives you a one-up on some other people in the industry right. but when it comes down to it yeah there's times where i feel like it's almost oversaturated yeah. but uh if you look at the numbers and the statistics of how many americans are actually exercising it says otherwise right? yeah mm -hmm. and it does come down to i mean there can be 20 trainers down the street and all of them have one client yeah it doesn't really matter yeah right right exactly now i'm at the point i don't really believe in oversaturation like maybe as far as like area so if we live too close to each other we're all working at the same place right yeah. but in terms of the eight billion people of the world there's a lot of people that can uh, benefit from your services right, right whether exactly. you're a personal trainer or i like the ice cream truck i, I keep bringing that up if you got an ice cream truck <laughs> like whatever you do there's plenty of people in the world it's all going to come down to your marketing your consistency and your dedication mm. and um and, and your creativity like this yes. is why i love hip-hop so much because yeah. the the hip-hop artists that have like maximized their spirit you think about like i like krs1 he's old yeah. school hip-hop mm -hmm. artists jay-z right. different mm -hmm. people who they they be saying stuff like oh like i'm god 
body or I'm God consciousness, whatever that might mean to them. What it basically means is they feel like whatever they express is going to be valuable exactly. because they're, they've tapped into such a creative spirit. Exactly. You know what I mean? I yep. love that because that yep. works with any field. It just means that you express some type of energy that people see and they're like, oh, no, I want to consume that because that's yeah. going to help me grow. You yeah. Know? And they do that from a abundance mindset. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And that, the scarcity mindsets where we feel like, oh, they, I can't do this because they're doing it. And that's that's what they say is poverty is like a mindset it and is. it's momentum in, in just one field, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's a hard mindset to break out of people oh, yeah. because if you have never thought otherwise, then it seems impossible. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Yeah. And that's why there's so many systems set up to like not... <clears throat> like let people see the other side or, right. or understand the information that can get them going into f- believing in abundance, like to right. really believe that, yo, what I do is going to be successful and impactful. You know, mm. it's hard to get there. Do you have communication with your clients outside of the gym or do you just see them for their sessions? No, nah, I have, I have communication uh, with just about all of them. Um, only because, and to y'all's point, and I, and I was just thinking about this as y'all was talking um, I always tell people that there's a difference between a trainer and a coach. Hmm. Um, you know, there's, and they're like, oh, what's the, well, what's the difference? You know, people think it's the same thing, um, you know, and they're kind of intertwined. But uh, a trainer, of course, is someone who can, you know, 30 minute session, whatever, 45 minutes, an hour, right? Take you through your session, workout, boom, good job, high five. All right, you're out of here, hmm. right? Now you got a coach, right? Yeah, I'm going to take you through your session. We're going to go ahead and get to it. And then, you know, at the running joke is like, all right, I'm your trainer, counselor, right? right. I'm your <laughs> psychiatrist, whatever the case is, right? <laughs> so outside of um, the gym, uh, you know, we was talking about how, you know, you send like motion, motivational videos and stuff like that. Um, of course, I do my own a lot. So it kind of those type of things, you know, and it's not all the time, but I can kind of... Um, based on the week or whatever, um, because it's crazy. Clients come in and they're, you know, although they're different and they're going with going through different things, um, the energy is kind of the same with all of them. sometimes. So if it's like you got one client comes in and like, oh, you know, they're kind of right. It's one of those days. It's one of those days. It's like that for everybody in some way, (laughs) shape or form. Right. So it's like, okay, you know, I'm thinking about it. Like, all right. You know, I just I just talked about this last week. You know, I'm gonna send it to y'all. Like, just I'm just gonna send it off rip, and then you know they come in. Oh, like I, I really appreciate a video. I needed that. You know what I mean? So on that level, mm-hmm. um, I you know I have that. And then too, you start training clients for a long time. You actually develop an actual like relationship with them, mm-hmm. right? Um, you start meeting you know families. You start meeting kids if they got kids. You start meeting um, you know people that are in their life, and you know come to find out they're like. You have heard a lot about you. She's been or he's been talking about you for ever since y'all started. It's been cool. So you kind of if you're if you're a good coach, if you're good at what you do, you kind of inevitably build that, at least in in Mm -hmm. my opinion. So I like to, um, you know, in the beginning, maybe not so much. Right. Um, But once you kind of get comfortable and they get comfortable, then you can start having um, that kind of line of communication like, hey, like. Um, going through something right now I need like you know and then just me being me instantly I want to like all right, maybe I can say something to help him out and maybe mm-hmm. it might not be you know the thing that flips them all the way around but for today let's go help him out right? sometimes so, it's simple stuff huh? yeah yeah it is yeah and it it's a blessing to have that opportunity to be in people's lives in that way and I think a lot of people take it for granted yeah and um yeah it's cool that you 
don't just send them something generic. You send them an actual video, you being motivational. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yep. And um, that that takes uh, confidence in you and and uh, confidence in your faith and the the energy that you bring and your capabilities and mm-hmm. uh, vulnerability. All very important things if you're going to be in that role as a coach yep. or even if you are a trainer. Mm-hmm. And um, I just think a, a lot of people are afraid to have like a emotional connection mm-hmm. with people that they do business with yeah and it's cool that in the fitness realm i feel like it's more common yeah um i've definitely been to gyms where you know it's more of like the aggressive bodybuilding type and that you don't see that as much or yeah. even some of like the athletic facilities i've been to it's yeah. like high competition level like seen as a sign of weakness to be like that soft or something mm-hmm. right but um those people that have that emotional connection and uh, are able to communicate openly those are the ones that have the best results because they're motivated to continue to work hard and they feel supported and they understand that uh there's a lot more going on here than me getting a workout yeah that's that's exactly you made a good point that you know that keyword people being afraid of tapping into that Mm. but you start like looking at whoever you want to look at, especially since we're, you know, on the realms of like fitness and stuff, like one of my, you know, God rest his soul, like Kobe Bryant's my, that, that's my guy, right? Mm-hmm. Even more so, of course, killer on the court, like basketball, you know, he's up there, one of the greats of all time based on who you ask, right? But the 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 mentality of like, you know, him not being afraid of going to a place of like, you know, this is basketball is the only thing right now. Yeah. And it's no like it's no mistake that he ended up being as great as he was because there was a lot of players who came in around his time, um, just before his time, after his time, who might have been solid players. Right. But couldn't really get to the level of greatness that Kobe got to or MJ for, you know, for example, or LeBron, whoever you want to put in that conversation is because they had. It wasn't just the physical, right? It wasn't just like, oh yeah, we coming up in here, we're hooping. Nah, man, you wanna, you wanna. When you talk about legacy, when you're talking about greatness, like just, like, absolutely maximizing like your potential. You kind of, in my opinion, you have to be emotionally connected to whatever it is that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, the, the the proof is in the pudding. You can look at any person who you deem to be great in whatever field, and you can tell the the type of energy, the type of um, emotion, the type of connection they have with their craft. Mm. There's no mistake why they're the best in their in their field. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. The, you can't you can't hide passion. You can't hide like if you really feel a certain type of way um, about um, your field, your profession, um, your spouse. Right? You're gonna like you're gonna see that, mm-hmm. right? And you can't fake that. Yeah. You might be able to do it for a minute, but at some point, like you know the 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 covers gonna come out, the curtains gonna come back, and we're gonna see exactly exactly what you're about and who you are as well so if you've been lying all this time it's like, okay we're gonna see yeah and then right. if you and if you being for real like okay like we saw it from the jump but this is just extra confirmation you know mm-hmm. what i mean so that's why you know in my opinion you cannot you cannot get the most out of anything that you do without being 100 percent committed and that's physically emotionally mentally spiritually like you have to be all the way in on whatever it is that you're doing mm-hmm. um and that doesn't nowhere in that doesn't say it's going to be this fruit and berries like sunshine and rainbows type of road nah it's 
that unconditional love. Like regardless of if things are up and if things are down, now nah, man, I'm still I'm not running away from this. I'm not deviating from this thing because I made a commitment to this years ago. I said I was going to do this years ago, and just because things are hard, I'm gonna run. Nah, that's mm -hmm. a, that's that, that's against the code. As I said, <laughs> that's against the code, man. That's against mm -hmm. the code, man. You don't do that. Yeah, unconditional is a good. I mean, putting unconditional love towards what you do. We talk about unconditional love towards the people we love, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And how a lot of people, unfortunately, haven't even experienced that, and it's a powerful right. thing, right? Exactly. But when you can apply that to your actions mm -hmm. and your profession mm -hmm. and your hobbies, whatever, mm -hmm. the unconditional piece is what will help you elevate past the average, right? Yeah. yeah. And um, that's also what's going to keep you going yeah. because if it's conditional, there's going to be a lot of things that pop up that make it easy to quit. Yeah, <laughs> and that's a and that's a thing that people, I think most of us do kind of as like unknowingly or unconsciously, like when we talk about like we first set out a goal, right? We're thinking about it in the sense of, oh yeah, this is going to work. X, Y, and Z. I'm going to have this amount of money. I'm going to have this house. Family's going to be looking like this. We're not thinking about the possible, you know what I'm saying, the possible um, barriers and roadblocks that might come our way. But, um, or, and I say that to say that I feel for most people, like I said, unknowingly, when that, in, in the realms of that, it's unconditional until things start happening. Mm -hmm. Right? Until things start happening, then it becomes like, oh, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. I didn't agree to that. So Wait a second. It's like yes, you wouldn't even think about that in the beginning. So what's the like because you're faced with it now, it's like, oh, yeah. now there's a condition. Mm. Right. <clears throat> and it's like having that mindset of like, no, nah, this is what it is. No matter what. This is what I yep, this is exactly what I want to do. By any means necessary. By any means necessary, mm -hmm. this has to get done. Right? It might take and you know what? Who even cares? Who even cares how long it takes? Right. This is what I set out to do. This is what's important to me. And I gotta get this done. Right. There's no there's people out here doing it, right? And mm -hmm. they're not different from any other person. Mm -hmm. They just, you know, stuck with it, didn't quit, and they found their, you know, promised land along the journey. So they could do it, you could do it too. You yeah. know. So it's just ha but having that mindset in the beginning is extremely, extremely important because we think about things and it's not there is no it's, it, it is unconditional until things start to happen. And then it becomes Con conditional and it's like you know you got you got to flip the script like things are going to happen mm -hmm. but it doesn't matter what happens we're gonna find a way to get through this anyway all right can we set it out for it yeah. a, you know a good mean? thing i've heard <clears throat> is under promise and overproduce, mm -hmm. right and when i first started in this business i would try to just lay out like if we do this 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 we can have this 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 and this yeah. happen as yeah. long as you fall and it's good it's mm -hmm. transparent but sometimes you just have to dumb it down yeah. <laughs> because sometimes su success is the scariest part. Yeah. Right. And so we, we get close to our goals and we start self-sabotaging. Mm -hmm. Right. And most people can relate to that. Anybody yeah. that's had like a fitness goal, yeah. it's like, you make this progress, you're going you're like, dang, I can finally start seeing my abs. And then there's this temptation over here. Oh yeah. And it's so easy to fall into it after You've done so well. Mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> and it's funny how that works because it's it's easy to relate to fitness and nutrition, but you can put it in education. Mm -hmm. 
you have a deadline coming up on your project and you've been working hard and you you pump the brakes a little oh, bit. Yeah. Like, oh, I got time. Yeah. Yep. And all of a sudden it's due tomorrow. Yeah. It's like, dang, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like you were saying, you guys met in, in a church, right? You guys mm-hmm. first met in the church. Like there's stories all throughout the Bible. It was the person who had all the things going for him that God was like, all right, go test that person. Right. You know, yeah. go send the hard stuff to them so we can see what their faith looks like. So yeah. it's kind of crazy because that story presents itself all over the place where it's like once you start to level up something comes to test you and you're either going to be like oh, i don't actually have faith or you're going to overcome it and then you're about to boss up or level up to your next you know mm-hmm. next you know, point and that's like it's crazy that we're talking about this because i've just been i've been listening to um this uh he's a christian artist his name is caleb gordon i don't know if y'all heard of him before mm-hmm. um christian rapper um but he has a song um called yesterday is gone and there's a line in there that talks about um like he's reading you know, the book of Moses. And then he went to go read about David and Saul. And he was like, it's not about, what does it say? I don't want to forget it because it goes, it ties into this. It says, it's not about whether you're chosen or not. It's about whether you're going to answer the call. Mm. Right. So, um, mm. and that, and it just ties into kind of what we're, what we're talking about here is like, you know, to your point, there's so many people out there, especially and, you know, religion talking about, oh, so-and-so is chosen. This type of people or these type of people over here are chosen. Um, and it's really a sense of like, all right, are you going to answer the call or not? Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, God's going to put, you know, the the toughest task on the strongest people. Right. So that's the way I like to look at it. It's like, all right, if you're going through a rough time, okay, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. This mm-hmm. is the, like you asked for it, like you've been praying, asking for strength. Right. Mm-hmm. God's giving you an opportunity to be strong. bro. You've mm-hmm. been you know, praying for wisdom. This is your opportunity right now to make a wise decision. It's not like, you know, I think people in the, in the lane of that, you know, they have a, this misconception of kind of like, you know, kind of what they like. Oh, yeah, I'm praying every day. I'm asking for this. Why is he? Oh, man, the road's just getting just getting harder for me. Yeah. It's like. Well, let's whoop, let's back up a little bit. Mm-hmm. What did you pray for? Oh, you. OK, well, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Maybe that that was your opportunity to be strong in that situation. It might not have went the way you went, mm-hmm. but yeah. that's what you asked for. So he gave you an opportunity to to be strong in that situation. You know what I mean? And maybe so, we need to show more gratitude and not ask for so much. Yeah, right? exactly. That too. That too. Because yeah. there's yeah. there's a lot of people who are who are dealing with a lot of things, things that we've never experienced before, things that we probably can't even fathom, honestly. Mm-hmm. Right. Um that would probably kill to be in a position that we're in. Oh, yeah. Although we might be struggling in this area and struggling over here. You got to choose your struggle. Yeah, you got you to choose your struggle. We all struggle. Exactly. And I think the people that don't think we all struggle are the ones that struggle the hardest. Yeah. Because <laughs> they think they're struggling on their own. It's like, yeah. no, your neighbor's struggling too. Yeah, they just got a different struggle and Everybody. they're not talking to you about it, yeah. right? And we just have to operate with more grace from person to person because I, I see people just so quickly snap on each other yeah or i'll see people want to get a reaction out of me and i'm like i'm not in the mood to argue with you, so you got it, <laughs> and then you got that it. makes them more mad it's you like why it, aren't you mad i want you to be mad i'm good bro yeah I'm yeah straight. and it's funny i hope my wife don't get mad because she she pointed it out she's like because i told her it, it's natural <laughs> for uh, for story. humans <laughs> humans want a certain level of stress in their life and we have stress physically we have stress emotionally 
when things are going smooth, we do things ourselves to make our life more stressful. Yeah. And if we're aware of that, we can try to mitigate a little bit. Yeah. But Maddie was telling me, she's like, I feel like sometimes I'll try to get under your skin and it just doesn't work. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> and it's not often, but I told her, I'm like, we have a great life. We have so much to be grateful for. And so it's natural. I told her, I'm like, I'm not going to be mad because I get that. Yeah. I expect that. Because yeah. I personally sometimes am like, man, things are a little too smooth. Mm-hmm. And I just know it's like the way of the world. It, it can't be smooth forever. Yeah. Right. There's going to be dips. So it's like, where is this dip going to come? And that used to make me a little bit anxious. But now I'm like, I'm, I know I'm ready for it. Yeah. What it whatever the difficulty is that comes at me, it's going to be temporary. Exactly. And yeah. sometimes when you're in it, it feels like it's going to last yeah. forever, though. It's funny that you say that because I'm thinking about another book. Like, it's very popular, The Way of the Superior Man. Oh, they, yeah. They talk yeah. about this book. I haven't read that. And it's interesting because they kind of say that sometimes, like, the woman in your life will kind of, like, test you in your soft spots, like, to see if mm-hmm. you have strength there. Like, they oh, might yeah. throw a little something at something that you're unconscious of or try to get under your skin, just kind of testing to see, like, how strong is this man as a leader? Like, yes. how is he going to you know, crumble with this? Yeah. Is he going to get insecure about this? You know? Which is needed. I think yeah. the problem needed. is now a lot of people think that's supposed to be toxic mm, nah. because it sounds like it could be toxic yeah. at first, right? Yeah. But like you said, they're testing you the mm-hmm. same way that God tests us. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that the women in our lives are just an extension of God. Like, it's such a blessing that I have my wife, right? Yeah. And it, all of the things she's made easier in my life there's plenty of things where I've had to work harder that could have been easier for me if I wasn't in a relationship, right? Yeah. But every single thing that we've worked through and every single uh, ounce of adversity that we've faced has had a purpose. Right. You just don't see what the purpose is until after you've pushed through exactly. it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so fitness, again, is just so important to me because I show people, like, this is going to be a tough hour, right? Yeah. But you know how long it's going to be. Yeah. And so at least that should help you persevere and push through and try your hardest during that block of time. Mm-hmm. Cause there's something counting down, but so many things that we face with in our lives, if it, it could last forever, like you, you have an injury you're dealing with that injury could hurt you for a long time. Yep. And that could be very uncomfortable for you just trying to get sleep. Yeah. And so it's going to wreak havoc in all these other areas and it can feel like it's never going to end, Yeah. but you have to, do your physical therapy. You have to take it easy, do your rehab. You have to eat properly so you can heal. There's all these steps you have to follow. If you don't follow the steps, then yeah, it is going to last for you. You're going to be suffering for the rest of your life. Yeah. That's because you didn't have the discipline or take the time to just go ahead and do these three steps over here consistently because we have all these other things that we're focused on. Exactly. And so I love just kind of rewiring how people look at the issues that we're faced with because mm-hmm. in the hospital i see people awful situations awful and it it hurts me to think about it just because um that's that's one of the reasons it's easy for me to be grateful just seeing those people right yeah and there are certain situations you can't explain to somebody unless they're sitting there with you mm-hmm. and that would eat me up a little bit in the past like man i want people to be able to be more grateful and be happier just knowing that someone else is suffering suffering yeah we think we're suffering until we really see suffering right and the comparison trap can be very detrimental when comparing our suffering too yeah (laughs) we talk about you can't you can't try to out trauma somebody yeah. right you don't want to be the winner winner in the trauma battle yeah but <laughs> at the same time like life life can hurt oh, life yeah. can hurt yeah. life will hurt yes yeah. but without the pain there's 
not nearly as many glorious moments, right? Mm -hmm. You kind of have to see those depths before you can enjoy the light. Yeah, and it's crazy because it's really, you know, your perspective on what is going to happen after the suffering is the main thing. Exactly. I think I think back to when my grandma was like towards the end of her life, she would be talking to me and she had uh, dementia. She's starting to forget everything. Right. She's starting to forget my name. She's starting to forget everything. Yeah. But the thing that she would consistently say is like, okay, one of these days I'm going to be with God. Mm-hmm. And she would just be like, I'm just waiting waiting to get to God. Right. And then when she did pass away, I was thinking like, man, that's probably the easiest way a family member could cope with this. Right. She just kept talking about that. She knew what was about to happen mm-hmm. and whether, you know, out there you believe in it or not. It's like, that's seems to be the easiest way to set your perspective to transition. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause it's almost like you're waiting. You're like, Oh yeah. man, I made it. I made it to this final, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, congratulatory moment that I get right. to be up here with all exactly. these people that I love and all these different things. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be harder to get to that point as science gets better. Oh, yeah, because more, more people don't believe in heaven or believe in the afterlife. <laughs> that and it's like you never want to accept that it's your time to go. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hear a lot of people talk about, because I'm a believer that, you know, in the next 20 years, people are going to start regularly living to 120, 150 oh, yeah. years old, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And it's cool. It's good. I, you know, in my mind, I'm like, wow, I could live to see my great, great grandchildren play basketball or something. Right. So, yeah, things <laughs> yeah. like that. So, you know? yeah. so I mean, it, it could be selfish. Right. But I mean, it's science. It's the way of the world. And yeah. I, as a believer of God and also a student of science, mm-hmm. I think that all of these innovations are what God wants us to do. We're just taking advantage of the resources. We're taking advantage of our mind and our capabilities mm-hmm. and we're pushing it to the limits. Anything that we're not supposed to be doing, God's not going to let it happen. Yeah. <laughs> right. Some people think we're going against God. Like, Oh, this is so unnatural. It's like, well, this is what God's given us to work with. Yeah. We're living in this era and this age with the phones and the computers that can do basically everything my mind can do. Yeah. So why would I not use those to maximize my production? Right. Yeah. And you know, when it comes down to playing God in the hospital setting, I've, I've really struggled with that at times. People that I thought should have died, we kept them alive and then they can't function. Yeah. They're alive. Yeah. So that's what scares me. But I know that moving forward, there's a lot less of just saving lives and a lot more of optimizing life, yeah. which is, excites me. Mm-hmm. And it starts with us making decisions, though, because all the science in the world can't help someone get off of the couch and move. Nope. Right? Nope. So we can fix all these diseases, and then you're still immobile yeah. and weak. And, yeah, you have all the nicest medications, and you trip and fall and break your hip and die. Yeah. Yeah, that's not beneficial. <laughs> not beneficial, man. right? And people don't look at that, especially in their twenties, right? Yeah, like, oh, what do you mean? When I'm seventy, I won't be able to. No, 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 invincible in your twenty. <laughs> but then, yeah, talk to somebody that's thirty-five, yeah. and that perception changes different. real yeah, quick. You know, yeah. people in their thirties that talk about getting oh, I'm getting old. I'm like, you better slow down slow that down. getting old. Yeah, you better slow down on that. Yeah, because seventy-five uh, is <laughs> a long way away, and if you already feel like this now, then you really got to do something, or else you're gonna be in trouble. Yeah, man, that that like that stuff is. Like, like somebody asked me one time, they was like, yo, like, what is like one of your, like, like your biggest fears, like biggest fears. Mm-hmm. Right. And they, I can't remember what they had said, but it was one of those like, oh yeah, I got a fear of, you know, 
water. I got a, like big sea of water or something mm. like that. I said, man, honestly, and this is just me being me. I, I can't help it. Like this is just how I've rewired and trained my mind. Now it's like I, I said, honestly, I said I fear that when it's my time, right? I'm gonna look back and be like, man, there's a lot of cheese and lettuce on the table that I had left. Mm. Oh, I didn't get my all on this one, right? And I didn't, man, because I didn't really believe it could work. Right now I'm sitting here wondering like, oh, what if it could have? Now I'm living. Right. With, now I'm living with regret. Mm. Right, that's like the biggest fear. So like when people ask me like, you know, like Pat, you're always in the spirit of gratitude, man. Positivity all the time. You train, you train hard. You train your people hard. Like why do you? How can you do that every single day? I said, man, listen, I don't know when my time is gonna come. Mm. All right, I look. Yeah, I'm healthy and doing all that stuff. When when God says come on home, it's gonna be time. Right, so I'm every single day. The mission is to, all right, 120%, honestly, every single day, because you never know when it's going to be your time. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And we talk about, you know, um, like we were talking before the podcast, you know, my, my grandmother had passed away back in April of this year, mm -hmm. right? And she was 69. She was young, right? Now, yeah, yeah she had a, um, a lot of health problems and stuff like that as well. One thing that you know, she always did and that she always kind of joked about. It's like, I'm a fighter. I ain't going until it's time. I ain't going until it's time. We're going to do whatever whatever I can do, we're going to do that, yeah. right? Whatever I can do, we can do that. And I think if if more people lived that way, um, you know, I think the, the spirit of gratitude would be easier to come by. Mm -hmm. The spirit of positivity would be easier to come by. Um, and I just tell people too, and, and as far as like rough situations go, I'm like, I feel you, man. Like, you're going through some stuff. I feel you. But think about every other bad time that you've had, right? And tell me if there's one that you haven't gotten through. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You and they start thinking, video. like... You posted a video like that, I, right? I sure yeah, did. Yeah, That's I, that. I, I, I like, got it all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I got it all. But seriously, though, it's like, there isn't, there isn't a situation that you haven't gotten through. Exactly. There isn't. Like, it might have taken a long time to get over it or overcome it, but there isn't a situation that you've gotten through and undefeated people, yeah you undefeated like you like yeah you might have gotten your butt whooped <laughs> right but like you got up and you look gloves is on right tears is wiped right you wipe it like wiping the dust off and you ready to rock and roll mm -hmm. so it, it's like this situation here is another obstacle right you've gotten over a million and one obstacles all right this is just another one on the block all right so mm -hmm. you go ahead and you handle your business do what you got to do you got to cry for a minute you do what you gotta do you gotta go ahead and scream out the wall whatever you gotta do like whatever you gotta do and then just understand after all those emotions are out start thinking of rationale it's like all right what do i need to do to get up out of this right this is another roadblock let's let's figure out how to get through it and then you're gonna look back and be like man that guy didn't quit because yeah. i wouldn't have saw this because <laughs> mm -hmm. i wouldn't have saw this right so that that you know to y'all's point that's like that that's a what do you tell people that are tired of taking the beating? I say, what are you going to do if you, what if you do, uh, what are you going to do if you stop fighting? What's going to happen? Oh man, the pain, you know, it should stop. No, you, you're going through hell. Why would you stop here? Mm. Why would you stop here? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Why yeah. would you stop here? Yeah. Like, I, I feel you. You, you want, like, you don't want to fight no more. I, I get it. Like, I feel you 100%. But, What's going to be the thing that you do once you stop? Mm -hmm. You don't sit here and just burn. Yeah, burn. That's what you're going to do. Yeah. Right? I'm like, I'm like, it's your world. You can do what you want to do. That's your decision. Mm -hmm. I was like, you asking me? Mm -hmm. I ain't going out like that. Right. I'm not going to let 
life, punch me in the mouth and get away with it. <laughs> and get away with it. Not me. Not me. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you might have been down for a year, two years, whatever the case might be. But you still got a choice to make. Mm-hmm. Right? You down on the floor, you know, it might feel like life is keeping you there. But the only reason you're still there is because you chose to stay there. Right? You can get up. Yes, it's going to hurt. Yes, it's going to suck. Pain's going to be almost unbearable. But like we said, it comes down to one choice. Right? And that's a choice that you need to make. Right? God bless you with all the tools, everything. That's something that you got to make a choice of. And, and I know for me, you know, being young and I felt like the world was just like on my shoulders back in like, and I was like 16, 17, 18. I was just like, yo, like so much is going on. Right? Look, in hindsight, wasn't nothing going on. It was just, <laughs> it was just like, you know, the, the small stuff just felt like this big. Right. But I was just like, that's where I started to, to develop like, like, all right, like this happened. Yeah, you got punched in your mouth, <laughs> right? You got your butt whooped, man. But you're still standing. You woke up today. All right. It's time, it's time to fight again. It's time, it's time, to, get, it's time to get right then. You mm-hmm. just, you just got to keep going. Like in my mind, there's no other option. Like there's no, and I think for me, that's what kind of helped out. Like there's no other option but to win overall. Like, yeah, you may fail along the way, but until this thing right here, whatever you prayed about, whatever you talked about from the jump, until this thing is accomplished, until the mission is complete, until you complete all your objectives, whatever the case might be, it's not over until it's over. It ain't mm-hmm. over till it's, it's over. It's not over until it's over. I was about to say that. Yeah, it's not over until yeah. it's over. And then if God keeps waking you up, that means I ain't done with you yet. We yeah. still got some work. Let's get let's get it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you've been crying and stuff, but come on. Let's look, come on. We got we got work. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't this train don't move without you. Like it like that's why I tell people too, like, as far as clientele, um, going back to the point where it's like, you know, you tried to lay it out like this perfect plan, right? I tell people, um, like you really think I can see results? I'm like, I should be asking you that. Mm. I should be asking you because it don't really, matter what I think. Yeah, I'm about to say like I have, you know, I have the knowledge, I have all the tools, right? But I was like, this is really a you decision because this train don't move without you, right? I can take you, I can give you all the the greatest workouts ever, right? But if you're not following your nutrition, if you're not giving, if you're not doing the homework that I'm giving you as far as workouts go, if you're not taking care of yourself outside of here, mm-hmm. right? None of this is gonna work, and mm-hmm. we're gonna be stuck at the same spot. And then you're gonna come to me and be like, yo, Pat. Come on, dog. I'm like, this was you. That's yeah. a you decision because I gave this program to the same person over here. They locked in 120% and they got the results that they wanted and then some. Mm-hmm. And there's no difference between them and you. So what's up? What's the problem? What's good? <laughs> what's good? No, I, really I, I have um, a client of mine, like you said, just not doing the homework outside. Dedicated yeah. when she's there. Does everything I ask. But then, you know, a month goes by and she's asking like why haven't the pounds come off I'm like whoa let's look at your nutrition have you been eating let's let's just backtrack because i don't want you to be confused that we're where we are yeah i know why we're here yeah i'm not gonna act like i know something that you don't have access to so let's lay it out on the let's, table yeah, and the table. see what we're gonna do differently right because you didn't follow the plan yeah and that's all all you have to do is follow the direction and it's not easy but it's or wait, I was gonna say it's not complicated. Yeah. But it, it is a difficult task. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. difficult to follow directions. It's difficult to 
be present mm-hmm. and not worry about the goal. People are like, I'm not at my goal yet. Where's my goal? I want to get to the finish line. Yeah. Like, we're, we're still running the race. Yeah. <laughs> we're still running the race. We're, it's a 20 mile race. We're two miles in. You're worried about what the finish line looks like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to see it when we get there. Yeah. But if you cut corners, then what, what is that going to do for you? Yeah. Everybody wants to cut corners. Now, I've been trying to change my perception on cutting corners because mm-hmm. again innovation technology there's a lot of resources and tools out there and my opinions don't matter when it comes to the options on the table oh yeah okay. so when it comes to, like these weight loss drugs and things i explain to people my opinion i'm like i think we can do it without that stuff and i try to put as few foreign substances into my body as i can mm-hmm. And we're going to do this as natural and holistic as possible. Now, if you want this to happen faster, then yeah, there's Ozempic and all these shots so you can do along with it. Here are the side effects that they may not have told you about. Mm-hmm. Here's the expectation after you're done with the medication, right? And just laying it all out on the table that way. But comes down to it, a lot of people still go with the quick route. And I can't be mad at that. Mm-hmm. I just have to be prepared to adapt my approach yeah yeah that's that's true i just i i here's my thing on that like i tell people you know because as fitness professionals they come to us about that stuff for advice second opinion whatever i just say i just say if you were to do that like fine right but once the weight is off, like, you know what you're going to have to do to keep it off? Mm-hmm. The same exact stuff that we're doing right, right. now. The <laughs> same exact thing. So you can do it, but if you're trying to run away from this work, you, uh, right. it's not it's, it, like cutting corners in that sense. You can't, nah, you can't, you can't get away from this. Like you have to get in the gym, work out, whatever the case is. You got to do your activity. You got to eat somewhat healthy, right? 80, 20, whatever the case is. You got to do this. So. If you want to, okay, like you you are a human being, you're an adult, you can do what you want to do, right? You ask for my opinion, there it is. They're going to tell you, mm-hmm. all right, like, yeah, you lost 100 pounds. Now, to keep this weight off, you are going to have to exercise. You are going to have to eat right, right? Same stuff that we're doing here, but just because it's not happening now, oh, yeah, I'm going to run to this shot real quick. Let me go yeah. get this, uh, let me go take this pill. I'm going to get to the deal. finish line and then run the race. Yeah. That's basically what yeah, we're it's doing. Yeah, like, yeah, I want to see the finish line, get the middle. All right, now I can go back. Yeah, <laughs> now yeah, Now I can yeah. go back. Nah, man, that's, yeah, that's working backwards. And all the greatest, I mean, you brought up Kobe and his mentality yeah. as he approached the game. All the greatest, they get to the end, they retire, and they don't want to be done working. They're just like, man, yeah. I got to figure out some other way now to create a habit in my life where I'm still working super hard. Bingo. Because it's just who they are at that point. Bingo. And, you know, and that's yeah. why it works. Bingo. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. that, that's exactly... That's exactly why, like, the the respect from, you know, and I can verbatim every interview, whatever, but just his, like, the idea of, like, okay, I'm not running away from the work, right? Mm-hmm. I want to get, I want to be the best basketball player that I can be. Okay, I got to do X, Y, and Z. And that's what it comes down to, too, is, like, you know, there's requirements that everybody has to meet, you know, regardless of the goal. It's a matter of, okay. Whatever it takes, are you willing to do what's required? And then even if the requirements change, are you willing to, you know, adjust and just so you can meet the requirements, right? So it's like, you know, that's, you know, that that's what it comes down to. It's like, what you going to do? What you going to do about it? Like, and the confidence comes in when you know that you're working harder than everybody else. Oh, yeah, else. most definitely. Mm-hmm. Like, what do I have to fear or be nervous about going into this game when I've been busting my butt for the past 
year. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Some people prep for the week. I've been working for 10 years trying to get this, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to show up today and knock me off my rocker. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've been prepared for you for quite a while now. Yes. <laughs> and I'm going to keep working to beat you again and again, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that kind of, that dominant mentality, man, I just... I don't know how people develop that without sports, but I'm impressed by it. Yeah. People like mm -hmm. Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, yeah. that's the same mentality. Oh, yeah. Like they just want to win at yeah. business and they want to be at the top financially and yeah. the production wise. And as far as innovation, like, yeah, I, I thought of that. Nobody thought of that before me. And I put it into practice, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, and I'm going to do it 10 more times. Like yeah. these guys that are building rockets like it's nothing and it's going nothing, to, like, yeah, that's bro. crazy level of dedication yes. and yes. confidence. Yeah. And people don't understand how much grueling time goes into yeah. making stuff like that happen. Mm -hmm. Like I, those guys ride up there. Like I mean, yeah, Elon Musk, uh, Jeff Bezos, those are the Kobe Bryant's of business, basically, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And dude, and what they know really well is that like the symbol of whoever's doing great or the brand is just you know the outside perspective. Like just for the, sure. the way I want to say this is. Um, Take, for instance, uh, Colorado, University of Colorado with Deion Sanders, right? They were talking about how his son came from the HBCUs and he wasn't going to be able to pass in the Pac-12. And he was like, well, my dad's been telling me since I was little, nothing about the symbols yeah. on their jerseys matter. Like, yep. we're playing football. Yep. I thought about this because I got a, the privilege of seeing Kobe play uh, when I was younger. I saw him play against the Grizzlies. And when he first came out, I've only seen Kobe in commercials, jumping yeah. over cars, yeah. you know, yeah. coming out in the smoke and all yep. these productions and everything. So when I saw him just dribble out for his first little warm-up layup, it was like so surreal i was like man this is a human being <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, this man person. is out yeah. here just with a towel and some water playing basketball yeah and you know it, it just helps you to know when you strip back the production of all these great people it's just another person who just mm -hmm. dedicated time and they got so good that someone slapped a nike sign and an nba logo and yeah. all this production around them that makes us feel like they're different from us but they're, they're not yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah and elon yeah. musk knows this he could look at nasa and be like oh that brand builds rockets nah i'm gonna bring right. this brand and build rockets you know what i mean that's yeah that that and that's like and i wish people understood like the amount like getting there is one thing but mm -hmm. like the maintenance of staying there or even more than that going to another Whole another level dude mm -hmm. that's like like i'm like you think getting there is tough shoot i'm like like there's no mistake like i've grown i've grown to watch and appreciate lebron a little bit more i was mm -hmm. just about to bring him of up. course of course like when kobe was playing with lebron I, i'm a kobe stan so i'm like lebron's nice but he number two right so that yeah. was me but now like being as good as long as he's been good like, he's been good since high school right since dude won the in-season tournament the same year that his son started playing college ball yeah that's crazy like, like bro like you're year, year 21 and he's mm -hmm. still look you can you can tell you know you can tell he's not as athletic he's still athletic but not as athletic he's not running as fast right yeah. but still got a lot of miles on him. yeah can still go in there and <laughs> mm -hmm. give you you know can give you the 35 the 10 and 8 like and still do that and ain't nothing you can do about it and it's like and people have the nerve to say like oh yeah he was just blessed with the mm -mm. with the height the weight I'm like there's a lot of people six eight 250 pounds right, yeah. who are not doing what he's doing mm -hmm. or at some point ended up falling off the cliff. Mm -hmm. LeBron, you know, spending, I don't know, how, like he spends what, like 2 million Bro. on yeah, his yeah, body like or whatever. whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. dude, like that's like, 
the amount of preparation annually just to look just to stay at the level that he's at that's that that's freaking ludicrous i wish people would understand that like getting there like i mean a lot of people are struggling getting there but you have to prepare for okay what you once you get there what are you going to do once you get Mm. there we know plenty of dudes that you know had potential not brawn but something close to it and you're like dang this guy's gonna have to go off and it's just like they can't even make it out of the high school. Right? Yeah, like, like we were just yeah. talking about that before. Um, before we got on the podcast, we were talking about like the the hoopers that Bash had, had once mm-hmm. I was there. Man, mm-hmm. I, look, if you'd asked me back then, I'd be like, "Yo, they all of them going to the league." <laughs> me too. All right, of them right, right. The same thing. Like, all of them going <laughs> to the league. And now that I think about it, from that class, I don't, <laughs> I don't think, I don't think any of them. They might be like overseas but or something. But it just like that. hits so much different when you pass those yeah. levels. Yeah. And you don't know what it's like until you're in until that level. Until you get there. Yeah, yeah. man. It's, some it's, people it's have a different. big old wake up call. Yeah, yeah, you start meeting other people who have dedicated, like, there's some dude in Illinois right now who's hooping all day long and you guys meet up at a certain level and then he shows you that he worked harder than you and now you're mm-hmm. like, oh, man. <laughs> you know, like, like yep. dang, all these random people in these towns yeah. I never thought about yeah. have been going hard. So man. it's like, it's like, what is, and, then, and then again, though, it goes back to making a decision okay you just got your butt whooped right mm-hmm. you thought you was nice right right you've been nice ever since you was young right you've always been taller than everybody else stronger than everybody else now you meet somebody who's just as tall just mm-hmm. as athletic but also has the skill mm-hmm. so what are you gonna do to bounce back from that right like what are you gonna like most most kids now <laughs> it's like all right you get beat like that one time all right i'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm you know what to say for me it's mm-hmm. like no bro losing is a part of the game too like you yeah. can't you know and that's just in life like you're gonna lose bro like you're mm-hmm. gonna lose but you know, you're going to come back and then and do what? You know what I mean? Like, what you going to do? You're just going to gonna let him beat you like that and then walk away? Like, mm-hmm. come on, man. Like, right, right. serious? <laughs> yeah, yeah who's know? getting the last lab? Yeah, who's mm-hmm. getting the last it's lab? Gonna want, the one that stays in the lab will get the last lab. Always. Sure. Yeah. Always. And I, I love that, you know, the game has always been there to help us grow into our best self, but the game doesn't need us. Like, the game's never been like, man, you need to show up for me. No, the game will move on from yeah. you, yeah. but it's like up to you to go work and grow yourself into the best self. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. It, it takes when people get injured and they're sitting on that sideline and they realize that that game is still going to start at 7 p.m. With, yeah, without them. Without on the, them bro. You know what I mean? It mm. takes that rude awakening for people to be like, dang, like the game doesn't need me, no. but I kind of need the game. Like, I, you know, yes. I need the game. <laughs> so let me get right then. Let me, exactly. let me stop playing around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. exactly, man. Yeah, we're all individuals. We got our own brain, our own perception. Most definitely. And, uh, we got a lot of power. Yes. We got a lot of, a lot power. of power. Mm-hmm. And we just got to keep moving forward. Yes, sir. So th- thanks for the words today, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, most definitely. You always motivate me. I hope that people listening feel motivated. And um, where, where can they follow you on the socials? Oh, man. We do it. We doing the shameless plugs? Oh, got to. <laughs> oh, man. What do you think we here for? Plugs, man. Uh, so on IG and TikTok, I am Patrick Raby. So I... A-M-P-A-T-R-I-C-K-R-A-B-Y. That's on Instagram, TikTok, um, on YouTube, Patrick Raby the second. Um, kind of was off the YouTube for a minute, so am coming back out with some stuff. So 2024 is gonna be nice. a big year, year oh, yeah. of abundance for not only for myself, but these two brothers right here, man. Mm-hmm. So um y'all look I look I appreciate y'all having me on. Yeah. It was just joking before we got on, like, man, I wasn't gonna ask to be on it, you know what I mean? Be on the podcast, but I was like, you know what? I know it's in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting on word. And yeah. as soon as I got word, I was like, you just say time and the place and I'm there. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. there. Well, anybody having those thoughts, just let us know. We got the email. True. <laughs> rmbpod at gmail.com. Yeah. R and B 
underscore? No on, underscore. On Instagram? Oh, Lord. Is that what you're saying? Oh, RMBpod no. at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. Is our email. <laughs> yeah. Instagram handle at mm-hmm. RMB underscore pod. Correct. Yeah. Yes. yes. Excuse Facts. me. Mm-hmm. Um, again, thank God for his opportunity. Thank God for keeping Mr. Raby in my life. And, yeah. uh, you know, we go way back, have funny memories in church, man. And um, push up contest, I beat you in that, dog. Did you? <laughs> I beat you in that, bro. Did you? I beat you in that. How many did you do? I don't even remember, but yeah, I won. You didn't beat me. I, nah, I beat you, dog. <laughs> I beat yeah, you, bro. Yeah, he got a couple less pounds. Than me, you know that don't mean nothing. <laughs> nah, he's a strong guy here. He's a strong guy, strong physically, strong mentally. <laughs> and uh, so much respect for you, buddy. You just uh, keep working hard. And you need anything, let us know. You're a friend of the pod. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody else, y'all be safe out there. Tis the season to mm-hmm. spread love. Share this with at least one person that you love, please. please. And thank you. I should have said that at the beginning. But if you made it here this long, then you definitely going to share. And you're going to like. And you're going to subscribe, right? YouTube. Apple. Google, Spotify, Spotify, everywhere, everywhere. Everywhere. You can find us on the gram, on TikTok. I mean, where do you not see R and B podcast? Yeah. Soon to be worldwide. (laughs) All right, I'm done. Soon to be worldwide. (laughs) I'm done. Like last (laughs) week. Wait, wait, wait. Check the twenty twenty three stats. We we hit about like fourteen different countries though. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying worldwide okay okay worldwide worldwide yeah worldwide. and then we're gonna at least double that this next yes, year sir. and that's mm. on mamas <laughs> <laughs> alright we're tripping no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we we spitballing now like last week <laughs> we'll see you next week peace peace, peace. deuces <laughs>